Hello. Today's topic is going to be art. Why I think art is important. What types of art there are. I will also be mentioning some of my favorite artists. I picked out three of them, even though I have a lot of favorite artists. So let's get started. So what what is art? Art is often seen as sculptures or paintings, but what else is really art? Art is buildings, fashion, computer designs, music, theater, photography, dance. Um, there are a lot of different types of um, of art, but people often see it as paintings. So, um, art, actually, why I think art is important is because art helps you express yourself. You can basically show things you think are interesting, show people how you feel, like express your feelings through your your like um how can i say this through for example dancing you can show people if it's like a sad song you dance to it then you kind of express sadness that you're feeling sadness but you know stuff like that even through paintings you can literally show like your thoughts and share your ideas basically um art can also show what is important to your community actually i have um kind of a explanation behind that sentence like um that art can show what is important to your community. It's meant for propaganda, propaganda's information, especially of a biased or misleading nature. It's used to promote a political cause or political political point of view, and it, it it's used in it was used in Soviet Union or um, like USA a lot of the times. Um, Roman Catholic Church and stuff like that. So that's what it meant. Um, art can help teach things we think are important. You can see art in school. You can see art in churches or any other places. Wherever you go, there's always art, basically. Architecture, for example. Beautiful, beautiful buildings, churches, and all the religious stuff. Um, art can also show us the past. So the art people left behind, artifacts, then um, they can tell us about ancient cultures and civilizations so um, art is a lot like 
for example, ancient Egypt and ancient China, they had like a lot of different art styles and things that they left behind, sculptures, um, paintings, and stuff like that, mostly. Practicing art makes you also more creative. People who are not artists could be become more creative. It helps you come up with new ideas if you like to like solve problems and stuff like that. For example, scientists or inventors or engineers, architects, for example. So, you know, art is not really something you could be born with, but it could help you become more creative and, you know, for example, one of my favorite artists is Leonardo da Vinci. He was a famous artist, but he also invented crossbows, tanks, helicopters, machine guns, and parachutes. Basically, that's that's actually an interesting fact because not a lot of people know about that. Um, as I said, not a lot of people are concentrating on trying to be a little more creative than they already are, and they are not really interested in art, which is. I believe important for our daily life since we see art everywhere basically and um, he's famous for keeping lots of notebooks of his ideas for example um, uh, it was thought up 400 years before the Wright brothers could fly that's like the first time invented the helicopters and stuff like that. Art could also make you happy, you spread happiness and yeah. So um, art has its own language, its visual language. So instead of merely looking at a work of art, people should try to should attempt to experience it, you know. Um, the visual language of art consists of colors, lines, different shapes, paces, um, different textures, you know. Um, and all of these elements are used by the artist to make a statement or to create some kind of mood or express something the artist is feeling. So in experiencing a work of art, one needs to try and read the language of the painting, just as one would try to read a book or a magazine. So instead of just looking at it and seeing it, seeing it as just as a painting or like Seeing a person who's crying on the picture, maybe you should try to, for example, understand that there's a meaning behind the painting. Perhaps the painter, the artist felt 
depressed or was trying to show his emotions through the art. I hope that makes sense. Um, art appreciation. Appreciation. It's a method to study or discuss about art based on its form and content, basically. Form is basically um, formalistic aspect. It's physical of the artwork. Um, While content is the meaning of the artwork, like inner side of the the, the artwork. It's the value of it. Um, yeah. So now, now I will be talking a little bit about uh, one of my favorite, some of my favorite artists. So first, the first person it would be Francis Bacon. I know his last name is quite funny, but I, I really appreciate his art. Because I could really understand it. So he was born in 1909 in Dublin, that's Ireland. And he lived through the Second World War and the First World War, basically. He produced some of the most iconic images of wounded and traumatized humanity as in post-war art. He borrowed some of the inspiration from surrealism, film, photography, and uh, he also, I think, I believe, borrowed uh, inspiration from old masters. So that made me, that made him one of the most, not most, but very widely recognized um, artist. Um, his subjects, the the people, were his art was always portrayed portrayed as violently disordered, like slabs of raw meat <laughs> that are isolated souls which are imprisoned by existential dilemmas that's like the point of his um, art basically um his canvases communicate powerful emotions like people screaming it's like to me, it, it's very powerful to understand what people were feeling at that time when he was alive. I mean, he, he, he lived through the wars, so that kind of explains it all. So yeah, the second one I wanted to talk about is Alexander Calder. He's American, and he was born in 1898 in Pennsylvania. Um, 
He was an American artist who redefined sculptures. Um, he created static sculptures, which are called stables. I think I believe he he painted. He made jewelry, costumes, a lot of the things. Um, many artists usually make contour line drawings on paper. However, Kohler was the first one to use wire to create like three-dimensional line drawings of people and other objects. And these linear sculptures are were introduced into sculpture as an element onto itself. Right? Um, he was also he also um, made forms in motion by creating the first mobiles. Um, he com- it composed of uh, lengths of wire with thin metal fins, and the appearance of the entire piece was randomly arranged and rearranged in space and just simply by moving air to the individual parts of it so yeah then the last one that i'm going to be talking about is da vinci and i also mentioned him earlier he is actually very famous so he was born in 1452 in tuscany and um he, during the Italian High Renaissance, the spirit of humanism abounded. So, artists were deeply entrenched in the study of the humanities to consistently better themselves as people of the world, basically. Um, he was the first prime exemplar of this term. So, um... He is widely considered one of the greatest painters of all the time. So, if you were to ask anyone on the street, just randomly, like, do you know who Da Vinci is? They would probably just say, yeah, he was a painter because he was he's widely recognized, as well as Michelangelo. But I'm not gonna talk about him. Um. Okay, so back to Da Vinci. He was a polymath, someone whose level of genius encompassed encompassed many fields like invention, painting, sculpture, science, mathematics, engineering, geology, astronomy, botany, writing history, architecture. You know, he was like. Um, um, he was very smart. <laughs> also, he is known to have said, quote, learning never exhausts the mind, end quote. Um, and I think that's beautiful um, because people learn 
through their entire life. Like we learn, we learn at school. We learn. We have um, life experiences that we share with each other, and you know, we learn new stuff all the time. So it never exhausts the mind because it would, if it, if it would exhaust our mind, then I believe we would be alive for a long time. Um, he was primarily celebrated as a painter, even though he had multiple areas of expertise. Um, some of his works have constantly been regarded with a timeless, universal fame. For example, the po- the his his animatic enigmatic portrait, the Mona Lisa. It was his most reproduced religious work of all time. Then we have the Last Supper, that that represents Christianity, for example, and uh, the Vitruvian Man. <laughs> and you know, it's a uh, it's quite high Renaissance art. Um. I, I mean, I could talk about him all day and all night. I mean, it's like it never ends. He's very well known and has made a lot of um, like he. I don't know, <laughs> but um, he's credited with making the first drawings that preordained preordained the parachute helicopter and as I said before military tank um, like he had his notebooks and they were they are seen as artwork um, they represent a culmination of his life's work and his mind he was like well-educated, you could say. It contained drawings, scientific diagrams, philosophy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and these things, like Da Vinci, Da Vinci's art, and he's, like, his view of the art and you know, the high res- renaissance time when he was when he was alive and painting and just expressing himself. It's it's um they they will be con- I believe that they are going to continue to be studied for a long time. And worldwide, I mean that's just Something that is quite obvious to me. So to end this, <laughs> I know it, it it's got, it was it's thirty minute twenty minutes long actually. Um, so to end this, I will end it with a quote that I like a lot. It's by Amy Lowell. So it goes like this quote. Art is the desire of a person to express themselves, to record 
attribute reactions of their personality to the world they're living in, end quote. Art means a lot to me. I, I've been drawing and painting since I was very young, and it is in my family's blood. Um, some of my family members are actually painters, so <laughs> it's no question that I like to do it, and I've been around it my entire life. And I really think that people should look more into art, and you know, rather than just be um um what do you call that? Rather than just be um, realistic, I mean it's it's amazing to be realistic, but you know, um, you gotta be creative sometimes. You can't be realistic all the time because I feel like it's it feels kind of depressing to be to just be like bold if it makes any sense but yeah so this is the end of my um podcast i really hope you enjoyed listening to this also the reason why i'm talking quietly is because it's one i am here and um um my family members are asleep, so I'm trying to not wake them up. Yeah. <laughs>